we're back. It's so good. Like seeing an old friend who doesn't know I've unfollowed them on Instagram. It's chat. We're gonna have a challenging, a challenging chat about Chop Champions with your chagrin chap. I am Julia Papelka. Internet knows me by a different name, a stinkier name. But tonight you'll just know me as your friend, your lover, and your hardcore chopped enthusiast. Oh, now this is double doozy because it's a chopped tournament of champions. We got a TOC, and we've got four contestants. And as always, we've got Ted Allen. And let me tell you, he is brimming with delight. And look at him in the kitchen. Ooh, we have um, Kristen Bell is our first contestant. Just kidding. Her name is Erin Smith. She gives off a Kristen Bell vibe. Without the Kristen Bell Botox money, if you know what I mean. Next up, we've got tough guy Eli Dunn. He's got a beard, and he also has a look in his eyes. Oh, but he just flipped the script by doing, you know, in yoga when you bring your hands to your heart to say namaste. He did one of those. Now we have Chef Laura Gonzalez, or is it Laura? And she's from Phoenix, Arizona. All right, where's her restaurant? I'm going to see her. I saw one guy at the farmer's market selling stuff. Called him out about it. Drive by the market by Jennifer all the time. Oh, now all these fools are already champions once. So none of them know what it feels like to be a chopped loser. The third guy is just a big, beefy, rosy, posy dude. You know, very intimidating. Okay, hands on the baskets. We've got contented smiles on Kristen Bell's face. A stern look on the big guy. A smug grin on the other dude. And a hands up in disbelief from Phoenix local, Laura. Ooh, and the first one is Gooey Duck. Which, if you don't know what a gooey duck is, imagine a severed penis inside of, with the balls inside of a baked clam. A cucumber kimchi spring onions and... What's the last one? Give it to me. Biscuits and sausage gravy. Now there's the curveball. Because I think up to this point you could have really easily gone Asian flavor profile and now... Shit is all mixed up because cream bread? I don't know. But here's what I would do I would make a bungee. I would find some sort of quick cooking rice, find a way to pressure cook it down to a, a soupy consistency, very delicate. Uh, take the skin off the dick, slice it thin. Ugh. Kristen Bell's doing raw gooey duck. It's spelled geo duck like Geodude, and don't know why it's pronounced gooey, but she's talking about young girls in the community, which if that quote had fallen under a different contestant, it would have had much different connotations. Our third judge tonight sitting in the first chair is, I think he won next food network star and then we have alex Gore, iron chef alex Gorn shelley and my favorite 
Oh, there's a restaurant here in Phoenix. Celebrity Chef Scott Conant. Scott Conant. Scott Conant. It's really gross watching them rip this outer layer of the Geodude off. Ugh. And Laura, she even went so far as to split the Geodude in half and then scrape its kind of pulpy insides out. That was wholly unappetizing to watch. Now, Namaste at Home Dad, just kidding, that's somebody's IP. Namaste, Namaste Dave, is that a good one? Tell me, tell me now. He uh, did his gooey duck the way I would do a gooey duck, which is cook it, and then he used the clammy bits, not the dick chunks. So, there, him and I are really seeing eye to eye. And as much as I thought it was corny that he did the hands to your heart, namaste, my ass is doing some stretching after this is over. But first I must work. This is work. Then I'll play, which will be lay on the ground. Um, you know, still working my way back up to full strength. If this is listened to chronologically from the beginning, at some point I suffered a brain injury. Still working my way back. Got a boo-boo on my shoulder. That's what happens. Ugh, I fucking hate looking at these stupid, evil Pokemon. Can you imagine a Pokemon like that? Or just, just like a hard dick coming at you? Gooey duck. Gooey duck. Gooey duck. Yeah. Catch me inside that ball. Why don't you, don't you throw that red ball at me? Oh, I'm too strong. Gotta get a super ball. Gonna give me a raspberry. What do I evolve to? A vagina. I go inside. Never come out. I'm Geoduck. Geoduck is the horrific final evolution of Geodude. Actually, I take Geoduck is the horrific pre, the horrific pre-evolution of Geodude. When a Geoduck and a Geoduck mom really love each other, Geoduck comes inside of the Geoduck woman, and that's how we made you, Geodude. Now oh, that doesn't make sense. It's an evolution. It just is to say it's just a. A horrible-looking penis. <laughs> horrible-looking penis for the first phase of its life before turning into a rock with a face and muscles. Sounds like a good life to me. When I was a kid, I always wanted to have a penis. Not in a, you know, not in a way where I wanted to be a boy, but just for a day, I'd like to know. They seem so functional, so easy, so mysterious. just wanted to know. I'll never know. Because even if, well, I guess, could I take testosterone? And would I know the mind of a man? Mind over manner, that's what they say. All right. Spring onions are pretty big. They look like tiny baby red onions. Because I've never seen a, a spring onion with so much purple on it. Okay. The really intense guy took his sausage gravy Put it in a pan with some butter and something else. Okay, Namaste 
is making fritters, so right off the bat, he can suck an egg. Raw, because I don't think he did a good job. I would have definitely made something very delicate to play upon. The flavors of the geodude. Use that cucumber kimchi as a seasoning for whatever uh, fishy broth I'm making. And then thicken it with the biscuits. And then obviously top it with spring onions because I have made a delicate soup. That's what I would do. I would make a geoduck broth. And then I would also, in the broth, there would be chopped up tiny bits of the geodude. And then the base of the delicately flavored broth would be onions, garlic, and then I would actually use the cucumber kimchi to add a little spice, some ginger, not too much, and of course, probably some miso. Love cooking with that miso. Looks like, did Kristen Bell just use part of the biscuit as a bun? We have 27 seconds left, and it looks like retired Mr. Plummer just started tossing a salad. His plate does not look good. We have a hummus looking bread dish. Oh, Kristen Bell did make her own hummus bread. I don't fucking know whose shit I'm looking at. Did Laurem just just repurpose the biscuit top? What do I see? These are actually some really nice looking plates and I would expect that from Chop Champions, except for um, Fat Mr. Clean. Fritters on Namaste, disappointing. Um, Laura made, it looks like a tostata. It was not a biscuit bottom. It was a puffed up tortilla. 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 Okay, now they're in line. And we got another picture of that yucky, milky geodic dude. And we've got sausage. Oh, Geoduck Milanese with sausage gravy and spring onion emulsion from Fat Mr. Clean. Scott's not even using his knife. He's cutting into it side of the fork. He's talking with his hands and oh, I've been so engrossed in my program. I didn't even notice. I've got subtitles and it looks like he made a kimchi vinaigrette that is going over well with the judges. The head is shaking, yes. And fried glamoured. Um, so Christian is the winning, the best new judge guy. He said it's screaming fried calamari. And Alex is saying, I'm looking for the texture of the kimchi pickles. Which, yeah, who wouldn't be? That's delicious. Okay, geoduck sausage clam cake with spring onion and kimchi tartare. It looks a bit heavy. Those fritters are big globules. Chef Scott says, I like your flavor profiles. Laura looks on in horror. And inside is what I expected to see, which is just too much bread. We need more sausage men. He, this guy Christian is talking with his hands and pointing with his fingers. Like, he's been doing this for years. Bruh, you have been a professional network star for, what, two years tops? Why don't you slow your fucking roll? That's my second curse already. Mark it on the chalkboard. I say that to my empty home. Okay, Kristen Bell's up next. 
Geoduck Crudo with kimchi yogurt and flatbread. The kimchi yogurt looks a little bit more like hummus and I think that's from the red that was in the kimchi. Kind of made everything brown. We have best use of the onions by far was a quote coming from someone. So shouts out to shouts out to Kristen Bell winning. She's in Frozen. She's on Chopped. Just King. Okay. Uh oh. Her bread is totally undercooked, and that's too bad because it looked really nice. She took the time into making fresh bread. Now she's talking about the young girls again, so I don't have high hopes for her continued success in this program. Twice we've heard about the young girls. She just had some undercooked bread, and that bread was flat, so how'd you undercook that? Geoducto stata with black bean biscuit sauce. So she used the biscuit to soften up the uh, the black bean sauce. We're hearing things that the tostada is so enjoyable. So that's a positive feedback. This is great. I like your balance. I like the usage of the kimchi. This is me just reading to you what our beloved judges are saying. As I sit here, as the sky darkens, my home darkens alongside with it alone. I sit reading to you the words of Scott Conant. Uh-oh. Hear these words of Alex. She says, this is not about the basket. And that's true. Black beans, not in the basket. Tortilla, not in the basket. So she kind of beefed it big time on that one. Who's going home? Tough to say. Now they're all talking shop, and I am talking chopped. Everybody's a little bit nervous. Do you like the little coconut studs on Chevalara's side? Those were quite popular um, in the ferias in Argentina. Muy bien. Um, boys and girls can wear it. My hand is good and cold. All right, let's see who's getting chopped. Thank you, YouTube TV, for not making me wait for it. What's it gonna be? Because I can't pretend. Oh! Kristen Bell called it. We learned way too much about those little girls and how much they mean to her for her to be safe for another round. My God. My God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven on earth and he gives me the magical power of foresight. I saw, dude, she looks blank. Her eyes looking down that camera were that of uh, absolute miffedness. Like, I am so miffed right now. All right. Hands on the basket. Up they come. Looking in, what is this? Says Namaste Dave. Namaste Dave. We got squab. It's a tiny wild chicken. Looks like a quail, bigger than a quail, smaller than a chicken, dark and bloody in the wild. Chocolate fish, a fish made out of chocolate. It looks like a real fish. Creepy. Poblano peppers, oh, you know Lara is going to make a mole. She is pretty stoked. And canned jackfruit, meat of the fruit world. It's a South Asian fruit 
And that's all you gotta know. If you see it at the store, they're huge. I don't know that there is anybody who is, who's sustaining the jackfruit, you know, need? Who's buying these jackfruits at the Fred Meyer, at the Kroger, at the, at the Fry's? Who's buying these fucking jackfruits? Chef and restaurateur, this guy Christian, he says, I'm a restaurateur. He is become worse. I can't hear what he's saying. I didn't know anything about him, but he definitely feels much bigger, maybe too big. Somebody needs to cut that man down. Okay, Joshua is Mr. Clean. Pan-roasted squab with roasted poblano polenta. That sounds quite nice if he can execute a nice creamy polenta. That squab's got a nice fat content. Looking at it in the pan, you might even think it was duck. Oh la la. Am I right? Am I right? Quack, quack. This Namaste is cranking it on a can, cutting up the squab. They have good knife skills. All these little pieces of squab are perfectly cut, and that's how I know they're so much better than I'll ever be. I'll never be able to butcher an animal properly, and it's not really something I want to learn. Okay, Lara. What you doing, girl? Chile recheno. Stuffed and fried poblano. So she's doing chile recheno with chocolate fish and squab. She cut the squab. She squeezed maybe some sour orange in it. She cut it thin. So I don't think she's treating the squab properly, straight up. I think treating it like the duck breast is a little bit more appropriate, rendering that fat keeping it whole, and then slicing it at the end. Maintain that richness. Damn, this sauce is looking good on Chef Mr. Clean. It's got cream, blue cheese, cut up green herbs, something else. Okay, uh, Namaste is whisking it hard on that polenta. Take a taste. How does it taste? Tell me, tell me, Dave. What is his name? Oh, look at some teamwork between the dudes. From behind the back, this fool Mr. Clean passed Dave the chicken broth, the chicken stock. Boom, got it. Who's got it? I got it. Running back behind, behind. Pass it. Two puffs pass. Coffee, chocolate, peppers roasting. This is just the judges talking about there olfactory experience line adjacent they're not on the line they're line adjacent I wonder what it would be like to be in that judge's seat let me be in that seat let me get it let me know call me anytime I have so many phones you can hit me on the flip phone you can hit me on the cell phone that would be the flip phone as well so that's just one phone but you know I got internet I got other phones too. Not gonna tell you how to get me on those ones. Those, those my secret numbs. Numbs for only my real friends. And my real friends mean people whose life I have taken into my own hands. Veal demigloss coming out of Mr. Clean as he's got the little quartered squabs in the pan. It's looking beautiful. Uh, a yellowish golden sauce reduces as he tosses the squab, glistening with fat in the pan, stainless steel pan. Jackfruit being sliced thin, 
charred skin coming off the poblano. This guy's thinking it needs something else, so he grabs chives and he used the jackfruit syrup, also maple, whole grain mustard. He's making a vinaigrette. He's trying to quote unquote tie this salad together. Bitter red greens on Chef Lara, and she was already scolded once for putting too much or too little emphasis on the basket ingredients. So why is she um, making this big deal out about a, a, a radicchio salad? Or is it a cabbage saddle, uh, salad? I don't fucking know. Uh, oh, what a delicate presentation on Mr. Clean of the tiny little squab legs sticking up. Almost like a lollipop. Would have been cool if they lollipopped it. The polenta looks smooth on Namaste Dave's. Um, Red smoky sauce, a beautiful plate from Chef Lara. It's black plate, red sauce, green pepper, piled high. It's a lovely plate of feud. Feud! Um, Chef Mr. Clean's plate actually became less elegant the more he added on it. Now it looks like a hearty German staple, not to say it's not delicious. But I wouldn't describe it as, a, as elegant. Not with that preparation. All right, let's judge them. Okay, first up we have seared squab and grits with jackfruit and roasted poblano salad? Salad, yeah, he made a poblano salad. Chocolate fish, never cooked squab. Um, and he's saying he's never cooked it, but he was reading a cookbook and they talked about squab, so he cooked it like duck. And that's what I said. Give me the credit. Put me on the show. Let me judge you. Let me tell you, you did a good job. Um, we're getting some positive feedback, and we're getting a thank you, chef. And, oh my goodness, Alex said, I'm obsessed with these grits. And she's saying it's such good cooking. And looking at these grits, they look absolutely immaculate. You can tell... They were so runny when they were put on the plate, but they're silken and smooth, such that they've created like a raindrop that is slowly falling, held together by the surface tension that keeps the water on top of the penny. Absolutely beautiful. Alex Shelley's necklace is super cool too. What are those stones, Alex? Bet they're diamonds. Maybe they're black spinel. Squam chile relleno with a sweet tomato sauce. I hope it's not too sweet. That's good get her in trouble because it's tomatoes not a basket ingredient and she's talking does she use quinoa yeah I see quinoa um I like a quinoa salad um uh-oh she's saying the only thing that doesn't belong here is the squab oh she's getting in trouble for not highlighting the basket ingredient enough she's they're saying the squab is a bystander they're saying you could have glazed that squat with seared. Oh, namaste, Dave just gave a smug-ass look of perfection. Like, yeah, bitch, you fucked up for real. I agree with this judge's critique. We're hearing things really lovely, but damn, she has a frown that it was stone-faced, and that frown went straight down. Okay, now we got boom, boom, Mr. Clean, demi-reduction. Uh-oh. Chef Scott just did a mocking stab of it. And they're saying that the polenta seized up. And wow, what a difference between basically the exact same ingredient on two separate two separate contestants' plate. And the first one was silken and perfect. Here they are chunky. It looks like 
straight up looks like scrambled eggs that have been sitting out in the air too long. Heads shaking in agreement. There's nothing that this is a singular flavor profile, but also harmonious. What? I give myself props when I can read sentences because sometimes what just happened happens and I can't read. Worth a damn. All right, now they're just talking shop, but I want to see us talking chopped. Let's get y'all back out there. Get in line. Somebody's going home. I think it's going to be Lara. She didn't play the game right. And if it's between her and Mr. Clean, he at least highlighted the basket ingredients. Alex Cornishelli looks like she just ripped the biggest chunk of dunk while she was on her break from her fake pen. Oh! Mr. Clean! Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, you're going home. Second round. What was the, uh, the polenta sent him home? The polenta was pretty, pretty pitiful. And he's got a smile on his face. He said, it's a great experience. So hats off to you. Great times. Let's smile. Let's smirk. Freestyle dessert battle. It's called Chop. Um, Namaste has done better as far as gameplay. Everything was about the basket, but her dishes were a little bit nicer, maybe? Who knows? She definitely didn't go out of her wheelhouse. All right, was this a pizza? Yep, first ingredient, dessert pizza, and it's the bad kind of dessert pizza. It's just like a cookie with chocolate and shit on it. Sun-dried bell peppers, very sweet, but also savory. And huckleberries. You know, my favorite, what's a clown's favorite berry? A chuckleberry and sweet, and purple sweet potatoes. What an interesting, interesting basket. It makes some sort of play on poi, you know, with that purple sweet potato. Like a purple sweet potato. I guess maybe like an ice cream or a sorbet. Some kind of blend of the two. And, oh, you, oh that would be you pretty cool. Some sort of creamy sweet potato puree and then you hit it with the frozen, with the nitro? Get that nitro? The nitro ice? Nitro? <laughs> I'm stuck. Nitro? Nitro. Nitro! Nitro. <laughs> nitro. That nitro. Is that what it is? I don't know. When it freezes up immediately. That would be fucking cool. And then, yeah, definitely cooking the... Oh, it'd be cool if you could quickly dehydrate sweet peppers or even fry them, like bread them and fry them. It'd be kind of cool, too. There's this interesting textural element to go with my quick poi, my play on poi. And then the, make a, you know, syrup with the berries and a crumble. Oh, yeah, the breading that would go on my crispy... Fucking sweetie peps. The sweetie peps would be from the pizza. And I just won. For real, if I was going to be on the show, I would practice every night and the stress would overtake me. I cannot, I do not perform well with deadlines, be them self imposed or traditional. Namaste Dave made, looks like a, like a cobbler. So we put the Huckleberries and the peppers 
into a pan, reduced them, made like a jelly jelly, very swish. And then put a batter on top of it in a cast iron skillet, pop, pop, into the oven it went. And Lara is scooping and chooping on that shit. Damn, her chin just went straight back into her neck. I love when that happens, when they turtleneck it for real. That purple color from the yam is absolutely just dreamy. It is so pretty. And to think that you could eat that color, to taste it. Because when you peel a grape, the inside of a grape is green. You're tasting green and fresh. The color purple is, is so different. You think, what about a blackberry? Well, but that's got a lot of red in it. I'm talking pure purple. The taste of a purple yam. The taste of a violet. The taste of lavender. It's lavender. This huckleberries are pretty purple. A beet is pretty purple, but again, that's a little bit red too. I have been loving my fermented beet tonic. Vass? K-V-A-S-S. I just said that in, in such a furious way that it scared one of the mosquito hawks that was lurking around. A workstation. That crumble is jiggly. Far too jiggly than it should be. He's going to be scooping hot hot gunk on it. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Marvin Gaye said it. I'm saying it now. Looking at this shit. What is it? Who knows? Going into. Looks like we did have a sorbet come out of the ice cream maker on Namaste Dave's. Oh, and this green apple that's being sliced thin on, thin on Laura's station, bruises on it. So thoroughly bruised that then the thin slice, you could see it a full circle. Gosh, I hope she edited out those slices. That would be disrespectful. I know we're on a competitive cooking show that's on national TV, but at least try and have a little dignity fish out the gross parts. Did she know? She had to have known. A spot that penetrates so deep had to have been visible from the core. And considering the way she was slicing, she could have sliced any other side. She went for that careless heresy. Oh my God, she put the bruised pieces out. Oh, that would be a really big disappointment. If I was at a fine dining establishment and they served me bruised apple as part of a plate. And again, the apple is not even part of the basket. She should go home for that. They should scold her on that. That apple is not part of it. Ted Allen, what you got to say with them baby blues? We got churros and a pizza, sun-dried pep peps, huckleberries, sweet potato purple color. It's interesting. They're purple on the inside. White like plain on the outside, deconstruct a dessert pizza cake with huckleberry and sweet potato mousse. Okay, that is Lara. There's the apple. Visually really pretty. You get great colors. You know, you got the huckleberries, top of that cream is what the judge is saying. Like the sweet potato, kind of mousse. Starchy potatoes, saying it works. These are just their words, not mine. Tartness from the huckleberries. Did a great job with the peppers, Alex is saying. It is a tiny muffin. Um, it's a tiny muffin. We got tiny muffin. We got a purple mousse. We got a red smear 
of sauce with the thin sliced apples on top. And she's getting good compliments. No one's saying shit about the bruised apple, so whatever. Um, so good for her. Okay, Chef Eli, take it home. What's it going to be? Alex looks the way I feel, which is, God, let me get on with my life. Frozen yogurt, dessert, pizza, whatever you want to call it, it's delicious. I mean, the texture is so on point. It's both firm and crumbly. It has a good fat content and a good sweetness. These are all words out of renowned celebrity chef Scott Conant, whose restaurant in town I would consider probably my favorite. Cake is great, is what Alex is saying. It really worked very much. She ate her whole, she ate her whole, whole bowl. Uh-oh, Yogi doesn't do it for her. Too much red pepper, she's saying. Hmm. Interesting. Ooh, we do have the phrase off-putting showing its uh, ugly, ugly head. Let's see, everybody's chatting. Who is happy? Nobody. Nobody, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy talking about the fritter clam cake with a spring onion kimchi tata sauce. Eli, Eli, the timchi timchi tata sauce. You made a fritter, which means you didn't know how to cook the ingredients. Lara, and your geo dude, to 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 with the black beans, as Ed did not have any basket ingredients. Have any basket ingredients? The most creative dish of the day belongs to Lara. Squabby chili recheno. Radicchio. She wanted to hide the squab. Ted Allen, let's talk about Eli squab and grits. With jackfruit, look at those grits, were so good, good. But the chives kind of ruined all the stuff. Who will it be? I can't stop. I cannot stop. Chomp mania. Alex's face just now, I wish I could rewind it and freeze frame, take a picture, post it. Maybe I will. It was the actual shape of a bold uppercase comic sans C. What? Oh my God. And right at this moment, where we're about to find out who's getting chopped. There's too many people on. There's too many people on the devices, and I got kicked off. I don't have seniority. Oh my god. What? What? No! No! <laughs> Just, okay, I've waited this long. Who's it gonna be? Who's getting chopped? All right, please let me get through this last 15 seconds. I can't believe that just happened. That was horrifying and terrifying. And I realized in that moment how much I have invested in the show and the production of these twice monthly episodes. I think I can stick to twice a month. Okay, 
Who's it going to be? Hands on the cloche. Ted, 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 Ted. Lift it up. Lift it up. Burn it. Aw, oh, the muffin. Laura's gone. Phoenix Chef Laura lets us all down. All right. The headphones are off. Thanks for spending some time with me. My name is Julianne Papelka. This has been 